The following presentation was recorded live at the River Worship Center in Warsaw, Indiana. We now join the message already in progress. First today, oh, just a few people. Oh, but don't let that discount you. Don't let that keep you from getting to Jesus. Don't let your surroundings prevent you from reaching out and touching Him this morning. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. You see, I've sometimes wondered, and I had this woman this week, she said, she said, you're a good shepherd. And oh, there's been so many times I didn't feel like a good shepherd. And oh, she, she took me from here to here, and I thought, somebody did recognize that I care. You see, this is the only way that I know to minister effectively is to the people. Remember when Pastor, he said about David, he said there's this person, there's this person, there's this person, there's, there's this person, but oh, but there's David. And he's tending the sheep. Remember what Jesus told Peter? He said, feed my sheep when he restored him three times. Feed my lambs, feed my sheep. This is what I like to do, Pastor. This is me. This is what spurs me. Is that you hear about a man that delivered me as much as he can deliver you. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ that can take a person, no matter what season they're in, Lost as a goose, hurting, sick, afflictions, trouble, battles, fatigue, whatever it is, when you hear about the name of Jesus, you now have access. Come on. And what you honor, you gain access. What you honor, you attract. What you dishonor, you push away. That's right. But let me give you another nugget. What you honor, you get access to. That woman honored me. I began to pray for her. It buoyed me. You're a great mom. You're a great mom and dad. You're a great man of God. You're somebody. You're a good pastor. You're a great shepherd. You're a mighty man of God. You're a mighty man of God. You're a mighty man and woman of God. You're a mighty woman of God, says the Lord. Sometimes we just need someone to come alongside and say, listen, I'll walk with you. There he is. Jesus was walking and she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. And they were all around him. And all of a sudden, Jesus himself said, who touched me? I felt power go out. I felt virtue go out from me. From that day forward, he bowed before him, told him what happened. She was unclean. She felt unworthy that she couldn't come to see the masters, but she got a hold of when she heard about Jesus. 
felt that go out. And he said to her, your faith has healed you. Be healed of your affliction. Do you want to be healed of your affliction today? If there's affliction in your life today, I've given you mighty, mighty nuggets already. Whether I live past tomorrow, I've shared with you the way. If you can just touch him, you can be healed. When I came to the Lord, I had nothing left. I was in a season, broken, busted, and disgusted. Did I have a good job? Yeah. Wasted everything I made. Did I have friends? Yeah, but they weren't no good for me. As long as I was buying the beer and bringing the pizza, I had all kind of friends. But then all I read in the Bible, the man of God had come up. He stood up. He says, come out and come come out and be separate from that. Oh, but they're my friends. They're the only ones I got. I know they're not good for me, but they're the only ones I got. Come out and be separate. You see, if you want your season to change next week, some things we've got to come out and be separate from. If you're going to go into this battle, there's got to be praise on your lips. There's got to be a desire. You know, this woman, she was hungry, wasn't she? Are you hungry? You see, because it's going to show in this next battle. Are you hungry for the Lord? Because she was hungry. She desired change. Right? You know, in Isaiah, it says to comfort my people in this time. Are you a comforter? Are you a peacemaker? Now, don't be confused with my voice. The difference between a peacekeeper and a peacemaker. It would have been easy for me just to compromise and say, well, I'll keep peace. I won't raise any standard. I'll just go along with whatever they say. I'll just keep buying them beer and buying them pizzas, and I'll have all my friends. But a peacekeeper sometimes has to draw a line and say, listen, for me and my house, I've got to come out and be separate. Amen? Are you ready to go to the next level? Are you ready to go You see, I, I, I envision a church and a nation that used to fly like the eagle, but now is having its wings hurt and distressed and walking around like a bunch of chickens, getting fed whatever they're getting fed. But an eagle soars high above the problems, doesn't it? An eagle soars above the problems. 
And the Bible talks about in Isaiah chapter 4. It talks about that those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Which camp do you think that woman was dealing with the issue of blood? Do you think she was starting to get weak? Or do you think she was flying high above the eagles? How many of you have ever had seasons where you have been weak? Come on, be honest with them. You're not on camera. You're not even on video. How many of you tried to do it on your own? It's okay. You see, many years ago, I worked for a farmer. And he had sheep. I never understood sheep. They're interesting creatures. If they eat too much, they get sick. If they don't eat enough, they get sick. If they're too hot, they get sick. If they're too cold, they get sick. If you don't pet them every once in a while, they get sick. There's some that are strong that you can raise the feed bucket, just start shaking it, and here they come. They know the sound. Then there's some that are sluggish and like, yeah, I'll get there when I get there. And then there were some in the fence that were hurting that they thought that they could go to the corner and no one would notice. They thought that everything was going to be okay eventually. I'll get there and I'll eat. And in this next season, listen, I don't want anybody in that camp. I want you hooked up to the train. At my house, trains stop all the time right by me and before they get ready to take off you always hear that horn blasting and that big engine starts and they start moving that big train and all of a sudden you hear that horn go off and in the spirit I, I feel like this church is getting its fire back I feel like there's been in the spirit world there's been so many attacks and so many afflictions and so many hindrances and so much quarreling within the camp and so much sin within the camp that the Lord has had to remove some things. He's had some standards. He's had to reset the, the border, if you will. And the train's getting ready to take off. The engine in front is big and powerful. And it's strong. But it's almost like we've been on a little bit of a holding pattern to see who gets in line and gets on, on the train. In the spirit, I see this church moving to in signs, miracles, and wonders. Strong in the Lord. Praise on our lips. I'm gonna, I just speak prophetically that, that of these people here at the sound of my voice, you're going to be the ones leading the way as praisers Strong in the Lord. Can you receive that today? You see, the days of living with the 12 years of the past, isn't it time for it to go? 
isn't it time to say, Lord, I give this to you. I've got to touch you in this situation. That way you can hook up and be strong in the Lord. Knowing your purpose, knowing who you are. Amen? You see, those big long trains, they're all connected. It's mighty couplers. You ever seen them? It's a weird vision that the Lord gives me with these things. I, I got it. I understand. I'm hoping you get something today. That you didn't just come here to fill a seat today. That there's something that buoys you because there's a coupler. There's some that didn't want to attach. I've got my train set. There's some, there's some, this coupler doesn't go with that coupler. It just doesn't work for some reason because they're not of the same spirit. They don't couple well together. And that old opposites attract, that, that doesn't always work. Okay? We're called to be brothers and sisters of one mind and one accord. And when you're connected with Jesus and with brothers and sisters, listen, that we lock arms and we lock this train together and watch signs, miracles, and wonders. People need a deliverance. Why? Because they're going to hear about Jesus. When the lady heard about Jesus, something inside her propelled her in faith to get what God had for her that day. And as we move forward, may it be you, the catalyst, the person that helps lead that person who's been dealing with something for 12 years or 12 months or 12 minutes. Addictions, pain, suffering, unforgiveness, anything that would hinder us from walking our walk. You know those hindrances that you've been dealing with? You know what they are. I know what I, I know what hindrances and the devil knows what my hindrances are too. And he uses them. But as you couple into this train, you're not here by mistake. Oh, you have connections of horses. That's that's okay. But let me tell you, the Lord sets the path. Oh, you may have met a man at, at the parts store, but let me tell you, God ordained that oh you might have met a man when we were just cooking hot dogs and we walked by your house but God ordained those steps oh it was, might have just looked like crab ragoons but there was a purpose to it oh it might have just looked like a Christmas party but there was a purpose to it it might have just looked like a chili cook-off, but there was a purpose to it. It might have just been some barbecue, but there was a purpose to it. You see, enter his gates with thanksgiving. You see, Jehoshaphat, that king, when he prayed, he would, he would look back at what God had already done for him. You'll have to read when we study. And we'll, we'll study on Wednesday <laughs> a little bit in Chronicles chapter, chapter 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20. 
And when he prayed, he also prayed remembering of what God had already done and brought him through as he prayed and he sent the praisers out and there was a great victory. Are you here? In the word of God, it clearly says, In verse 18, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Go with me there, brother. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. There you go. Now, when they began to sing, there you go. Verse 22. In 2 Chronicles chapter, chapter 20, verse 22, it says, Now when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, praise, when they began to, is praise and singing part of your daily routine? Is thankfulness part of your lifestyle? Even when I'm going through the worst of stuff, every morning I'm finding something to say, thank you, Lord. Before I leave my driveway, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you for my home. Thank you for the good friends that I have left. There's not very many. There's not very many left, guys. I would say, other than maybe a handful, you're about it. You see, sometimes it costs you something to come out and be separate. He says, when they began to sing, I I want to encourage you to begin to sing and to praise because you're going to need this in your next battle. Oh, it's easy to look at the wind and the way the wind is blowing. But when you can get your eyes on the Lord... And begin to sing and to praise. Look what happened. The Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. What's Judah mean? There is one that's trying to come against you and take your praise away. And when he can get your praise, you find yourself, your perimeter has been breached. It, is, it has been broken through. If he can get you to stop praising and stop being thankful and there becomes more worry and doubt out of your mouth than praise and singing and thankfulness. Amen? He says he set ambushes against these people who had come against the praisers against Judah. It says, and they were defeated. Hello? They were defeated. They were defeated. 
You have an enemy that's trying to get your praise and your thankfulness. And some of you are just bubbly as bubbly. Some of you are, some of you are bubbly, giddy kind of people that shares life. You get around, you know, you know people like this? They're just giddy and bubbly, and that's, and that's who they are. How many of you have been around her and she's just herself and she's just giddy and she's happy, but there's one that tries to take that away from her because that's who she is. That's how God made her. That when you just get around her, she brightens your day no matter what kind of day you're having. I've never seen a gift and talent like it that even on my worst day, she, she brings light to my life. But you know, there's one that tries to steal that away. But how about you? As an encourager, as a man of God, as a woman of God, are there things the devil's tried to take away your praise and your thanksgiving? But you know, it's important that we understand who's fighting our battles. We don't against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers of the air. And when you begin to praise and you begin to lift up a shout unto God, you start changing the atmosphere. You start affecting those things. Are you here? If you haven't you haven't seen it, but my, my Bible is just full of orange markings of nuggets in here that maybe we'll get to on Wednesday. But there's a there's a man of God. He said, Listen, all you Judah and your inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you. Put your name in there today. Can you do that? Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. In other words, this great multitude that comes against you. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be dismayed. For the battle is not yours but God's. He says in verse 16, Tomorrow, go down against them. So even though it's his battle, you're still going to have to get yourself equipped. He says, They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. I wonder how many might be waiting at the door tomorrow at work. I wonder how might be how many might be waiting as we go into town today. The word of God says, "You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves." Where are you positioned? Fear, doubt, worry, or thanksgiving, praise, 
Word of God, praise music, worship music. Position yourselves tonight. Position yourself tomorrow. Come out and be separate. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you? You're not alone in me. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them. When? Tomorrow. Do not fear or dismay. Tomorrow, go out against them. For the Lord is with you. Now, I don't know if that doesn't bless you. Your blessers broke. And we need to pray. Because when you have the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega, the great I Am, in your corner. And you got some brothers and sisters in your corner. And you got some praisers in your corner. Fear not. For the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and the children of the Kohathites stood up to praise, stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. Loud and high. When you, <laughs> you ready to go into battle tomorrow? Loud and high. Loud and high will I praise my God. Oh, but, but be quiet. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Oh, blind one, be, be quiet. You know not what you're doing. You can't see right. I'm just going to get a little more indignant. I'm going to praise him a little louder. For my Jesus is near. So they rose early in the morning. So you might have to start setting your alarms and getting in here early. Some of you might have to set your alarms and get in here early. We got a job to do. And we need you to be praying with us and praising with us. And your days of needing the, the pump primed are over. You want in a new season, you'll already be praising loud and high before you even hit force. Because you're in a new season. You're somebody. I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm going to allow this voice to fight my battles. I'm going to allow God to fight my battles. Loud and high. And he went out and Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. I got this part highlighted. Believe in the Lord your God. <laughs> see, I, who, who's camp you in? You see, you can't say this to somebody who's on the fence. This doesn't work if you're on the fence. This doesn't work if you're 
not really here. <coughs> Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets. Hello? In other words, believe in Almighty, but also believe in the ones that were sent for you. And you shall be established. Believe His prophets. And you shall, what? Prosper. Hello? I want everything back. You want to be prosperous? In everything you do. You lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Anything you drink not harm you. When you have that unction to talk to that person and you lead them to Jesus Christ, you know that you won someone from that wandering of the dry earth. Knowing that they will be in eternity with the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. See, prospering isn't just money. We've got money. Remember what Pastor talked about? Silver and gold I do not have, but Jesus there that I have, I give to you. Yeah, well, we got both. Don't kid yourself. We're a blessed nation. We're blessed people. As long as we're in line with His Word. Verse 21 says, And when He had consulted with the people, Hello? I done a consulting this morning with the people. He appointed. What's appointed mean? He set apart. You see, not everyone answered this call. Not everyone will put this into practice. But I'm planting seeds today. I'm planting seeds of faith and hope in you today. He pointed those who should sing to the Lord. Hello? It's not just up here. Hello? It's not just up here. If you're going to go the next season, you're going to go into battle. It's not just here. I was to bet some of you sound really good in the shower or in the barn when you have no inhibitions you're in your car you're just singing you're happy you've got you're in your you're in your happy place anybody know what I'm talking about it's your safe zone where you you just are you and you sing and you Maybe sometimes you dance a little bit. Get a little smile on your face. If you can do it there, you can do it for the Lord. If we can can praise and we can stretch at the old Cubs game and take me out to the... If we can stretch at seventh inning, can we stretch for the one who's right next to us? And touch Jesus. That woman with infirmity. She was nearby. 
but she had to stretch a little bit. Can I get you to stretch a little bit tonight? A little more than you've been doing. Can I get you to stretch tomorrow morning? I'm going to get, I may have to get up 15 minutes early, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to, even if I only read two Bible verses, I'm going to stretch a little bit tomorrow. And get your look back. Come on, Pastor. Come on. There's a look. Many of us know a really popular movie where a guy was rose up the ranks from the bottom of the top and he had success and had success. And then his trainer, his coach, his mentor died. And then he hit the rocks. And then he lost a great big fight. And he lost his look. Come on. Look up at me. Everybody look at me for a minute. There's a look. Remember when Pastor talked about on Wednesday? He saw the man sitting on the outside, not feeling worthy, not feeling able, begging for those. And Peter John said, look at me. You see, there's a look that you need going into this battle. And as a church, I believe, prophetically, we're getting our look back. We've been battling and battling and battling and affliction after affliction of, of turmoil for too long. But now something in the Spirit has shifted of a new season, if you can receive this today, that we're getting our look back. There's a look. Not a defeated look. Not a proud look. Because God hates a proud look but a confident look. A blessed look. A look. A forgiven look. A joyful look. A bubbly look. A blessed look. I'm somebody look. Come on. I'm a child of God look, not just put me over here. Put me aside the steps while, while you all are being blessed and you all are going inside being blessed. I'll just stand right here, but at least I'm at church. You're called to be in. You're called to join the praisers. You're called to be above, not beneath. You're, you're called to be the head and not the tail. You're blessed wherever you put your foot at. Oh, have we forgotten that verse? Have we been beat down so much that we forgot that as the Lord was with Moses, He will be with you also. And wherever you put your foot, that takes a confident look that no weapon formed against us is ever going to prosper again. The devil's met his match as mighty men of God. 
we stand when we protect our ladies. Come on. Come on. As a mighty man of God, you stand strong and you protect your ladies. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army. Where were they at? Were they praising after the victory? Oh, I'm sure. But these were appointed to praise and sing before the army. And we're saying, praise the Lord, for His mercy endures forever. Now when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people. Are you ready to begin to sing and to praise and watch God move on your behalf today? Watch if you can receive today. Watch what things just start to move out of your power. And the next day. And the next day. And before you know it, you'll find yourself in a Red Sea experience where the enemy's been on your toes for a long time. But he opens up a door right now. You know how it gets opened? Speak it. There's power in your tongue. You're somebody. You're beautifully and wonderfully made. You have a plan and a purpose. I'm going to praise my God loud and high. And watch God not only part the way for you, but that one that's been battling you for the last 12 years, maybe 12 months, maybe even 12 minutes, maybe 12 days, but He knocks the wheels off those chariots. He blows that whole thing wide open to where they start fighting amongst themselves when they were trying to fight against you. And watch those that have been coming against you be caught to nothing. At the very end of that Scriptures, for sake of time, it says in verse 30, it says, Then the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest all around. They had confirmation of this verse already today. That God is going to provide rest. (laughs) Those things that have been troubling you. You now have a lot of nuggets. Push them out. The enemy can't stay in the same place that you're at when there's praise on your lips because he cannot be... That is the trick's of resisting the devil. Resist the devil and he'll flee. Guess what? When there's praise on your lips, he can't be in your space. And thus, you find rest in the battle. Amen. Amen. Father, we come before you this morning that you provide 
you provide, Lord. We don't know how, but we see in your word that gives us hope and a glimpse of what you're about to do in our lives. And we're going to put your word into practice to speak your word in faith believing. I will give you high praise with a loud voice to see victory in my life and the lives of those at the sound of my voice this morning. Lord, we believe in you more than just that you exist, but merely that you are the way maker. With faith, believing, we believe that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. In faith, believing, no plague, no sickness, no evil one can come near me, nor my family, nor my family members. Lord, I put a hedge of protection around the pasture field, if you will, of your precious people that you've entrusted in this house. Lord, let your word, let your will be done. We hallow your holy name this morning. And we call those things are not as if they were. Let your will be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done in our lives this morning. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Let me tell you. I'm going to do this for more. I'm going to tell you, if you need prayer right now, we will pray with you right. right now. Right. You want to see a change right now. We'll lay hands on the sick and you shall recover because we know our God. If you need time, if you need whatever, we're here. Amen? Amen. Did you get anything this morning? Yes. No cameras. No TV, just you and the Lord and a man and his book. That's what you get this morning. That's why you come to the river. No show, no fancy stuff. The true word of God that you can stand on in your life just like I had to one day. Whether I'm here the rest of the day or gone tomorrow, I've delivered the mighty word of God to you so that you may live that abundant life with an abundance of joy. Amen. Have a great day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful day, everyone. And we'll see you tonight and we'll see you on Wednesday knowing that the King of Kings was here to visit with you and strengthen you and I that we may live that life of abundance. Amen. 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 God bless you, everybody. If there's still some donuts, have some donuts on the way out. Stay as long as you want.
Thank you for listening to today's message. If you have any questions or would like to reach out to us here at the River, you can email us at study at riverwc, all one word, dot org. Again, that's email to study at riverwc.org. God bless you.